What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, hey, guys. Um, it's ba- It's us. We're back. Post-show 111, or 111, or 111, however you would like to say it. Um, we're here. We've turned into a gaming podcast, or at least we did for the first 20 minutes of this episode. We do Hades, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, uh, Pal World. That's right. Here, definitive Pal World podcast. Um, Grant fills me in on some of the drama there and goes, uh, goes into some of the Xbox gaming drama, um, that is also happening. And then, and then we do some TV stuff, okay? So, if gaming's not your thing, don't worry, we do the TV thing. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, True Detective, Freerun, Solo Leveling, Shangri-La Frontier, okay? Lots of TV stuff, lots of anime. Enjoy. Hey there, Grant. Hello, David. What you saying, Blair? Well, you know, just uh, getting through the day, ready to pod. We're doing our best, man. Yeah, it's been a week. Dude, already. Um, yeah, it is a week. Dude, but you know what I'm hitting, like, every night lately? It, not long, because it's the perfect pick up and play a 10 to 20 minute session game. Okay. Halo? Wait. No, not Halo. Guess one more time, then I'll tell you. Mm, Diablo. No, you're not playing Diablo. Hades. Hey, oh yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I've played it before. Like I think when it came out, but you know, not on PC. Um, and I, I'm just really digging it, and it looks it's great. So good, dude. The art is great. Um, Have you done a full run yet? I could have. This is the thing I'm confused about because my game, uh, my save file didn't persist because it's on a different platform. Sure. Yeah, I could have yeah. sworn that I beat it when I first played it, but now okay. I'm wondering if I thought I did and it just checked out. You know, memory, adult memory. Sure. Um, yeah. I think what's what I'm determining is I think I made it past the first boss or first act because then okay. I don't know if you remember like the oh, whole I... setting changes. Yep. After that first one, so I think I must have stopped around that point. Yeah, you go from Tartarus to, or um, you go from Tartarus to Elysium, and then you're. Wait, on, don't uh, say anymore, because I think I, I think that's all I did. So I, I'm just leaving Tartarus and getting into the second. There's technically, f- yeah, 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 but uh, no, dude, I love love Hades. Like, D- didn't it win Game of the Year or something? I think so. Yeah, yeah. The time and, it came, like it had praise for like th- like years. Yeah. After it came out, and it are they doing a sequel? Hades 2 has been announced, I believe, Early Access this year. Again, oh, wow. I, I don't love that they're doing that, but now that I have a PC, it might jump in, yeah. in the Early you Access. Uh, you don't love which part? The sequel or the Early Access part? Oh, the no, no, no. The, uh, the, um, the Early Access part. Um, yeah. That's you know, most like, games now, apparently. Yes and no. I, I find, you know, on the indie side, yes. Like, you know, like a, a ton of, funny enough, a ton of the games that Leanna plays tend to be, like, you know, the you see them on like the algorithm, like Instagram's pushing this, this, and that, and then she goes to check it out and buy it, and it's like it's early access, and it's like okay, so it's a lot of these games she plays are a lot of work in progress. Yeah, um, I was I was making a joke about like game yeah. like studios aren't putting out finished products these days. Oh no 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 yeah no there there is a, everything a feels like early access. But, uh, but no, but that is like the route for indie is like early access is like a lot of the times the way to succeed. Um, you know, when someone knows they have a good product, but they you know they kind of need it in people's hands to. You know, a little bit of cash, uh, a little cash uh, flow going into the, the product, but uh, yeah, I know Hades two this year. I hope I, I really that's one of my most anticipated games for sure. I fucking played it so so much Hades. It, uh, what's the what what term would you use? What genre is this? Roguelite. Is it roguelite? Is yes. that you saying? Okay, yeah. the terminology in game confuses me. That yeah. Confuses me at times, but yeah, man, it's fun as shit. And, an, or, uh, no, it would be a sorry rogue like rogue light is like kind of like even like a tier down like some of the features but not fully, the but the whole like you die you keep some currency everything else resets like there's there is carryover from so, each each run. So I was curious like when I killed the boss in Tartarus yeah. Meg yeah. or whatever, um, I thought maybe they would just start me in the new starting area as in like the start checkpoint. But no, you you really do start over every single time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Holy Every time. Fuck. You start right from the beginning, you fight her again, the next boss, and then so Yeah, okay, so I, I 100% did not complete this game. Oh, okay, damn. 
Yeah. It's good, dude. It's it like not to hopefully this doesn't like kind of diminish your fun, but so, so don't. No, 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 this this is a game where like you know to get like the full scope anywhere from like fifteen to twenty playthroughs, uh-huh. full playthroughs, but. As you oh continue, God. like it gets easier and easier and easier every time. You figure out which builds work best for the stats weapons you and builds. Yeah, you know, start unlocking more weapons. There's there ends up a point where there's like variations of your weapons, Ooh. so completely changes like how, you know, there's um like for example like the sword. You know, it's like you know like in most games the sword is like the standard. It's like yep. the the average or you know, like the good middle middle ground weapon. I think it's like the, then, fir- the starting one too, right? It is. Yeah, it is the starting one. And to, I think one of like the the higher tier versions of it, again, just like the way like they base it off lore and what they do with the weapons is kind of cool. They dip into different mythologies mm. for the weapons. Yeah. So anyway, so there's one from like you know um, I, I think it's like a, I guess it'd be English folklore like Arthurian legend kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Anyways, but it's like this. It goes from a sword that's like fast and quick, and you know, you get like quick recharge times and that kind of thing, to an incredibly slow swinging weapon, but creates its own AOE field around you. Oh, neat! So, like, they really it gets really. I think each each weapon has like four different variations you can play around with, and then plus all the different, you know, the gods and the boons and. Oh, fuck, dude, it's so fun. You realize, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm so playing it tonight. Um, you definitely realize, like, the more you play it, um, how good the combat is, because, like, the more... It's exceptional. exceptional. Yeah, the more you chain things together, whether it's combos or dashes, and, like, and you're stacking effects on top of your attacks and dashes, you're like, wow, Mm -hmm. and the game, like, keeps up with you. Yeah. Um, but you have to keep up with the absurd pace of the game, because it it goes about as fast as you can go, (laughs) right? And it's like... like, you could You could... Exactly. You could tell the difference between like an amateur player and an expert player just by how much is going on on the screen, I bet. Um, yeah, it's a really fun game. Do you have... Um, is there a, um, a specific god or goddess, like a boon that you tend to gravitate towards? It's a... Yeah, I'm sure... So I don't know anything about the community around this game, but I'm... This feels like an obvious answer, but the Poseidon... No, I'm just asking, like, what, like as you played, like, because they're like, oh, like, I'm going with this one, that one. Or, like, do you find ones you have more success with than others? Because, like, again, not... They are, they're all equal, but depending on the weapon you have, some work better with, you know... You yeah. Know, so it's, it's all make what, you, make what you get. The Poseidon knockback stuff on yeah. the dash and the attack is, like, uh, uh, it really helps with map control, I find. Deadly. Deadly. And then there's a really cool one um, you can get with that where... When they hit a wall, the pushback. If they hit a wall, they take critical damage yeah. on the impact. That was that's. Uh, I think probably my first full run uh, was a Poseidon build actually. Oh really? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Very fun. So so God, dude, oh it's funny. God. I'm definitely playing. Got him. Right. Got him. You were saying uh, you, you've been gaming. What are you been playing? Yeah, dude. It's gonna be an anime light. Uh, anime light week for me. That's cool, um, homie. But uh, the new Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth game came out uh, last week. Um, probably my hotly, my most anticipated game uh, for the year. That between that and Final Fantasy VII uh, Rebirth, which comes out in a couple weeks too. Still, I've never played a Final Fantasy, but but tell me about uh, oh, Like a Dragon. Wow, that's that's a nice. Well, Like a Dragon. So it's you know the it's a it's the eighth. There's there's a tiny. I think it's like the eighth game in the series, but it's the second game where they have they've moved away from like the the brawler, like the like the button mashing brawler, like mm-hmm. the previous six games were. So in Like a Dragon 7, or it was technically still called Yakuza for number 7. It was Yakuza, you know, uh, colon Like a Dragon. Um, oh, wait, so this is a Yakuza game that you've mentioned, is, like, so several they, times before. Yes, yeah, they, they rebranded the name for whatever reason. I okay. think I think in, I believe in Japan it's called Like a Dragon. Um, okay. Um, so they kind of brought the branding over here for that. But, um, but it's Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. But it is a Yakuza game, so... It's like an RPG, like a JRPG now. So it's mm-hmm. like a turn-based, like, you you know, you have your party and it's, you know, it's, it's an incredible game, dude. Like, it's, it's so amazing. Um, you know, it, it's kind of hard to jump in. Like, you definitely would want to play the previous one kind of thing. Yeah. Because the story is like so, like, you know, 25 years of gaming, of like this game story. You How know, many of these it, games have you played up to this point? Um, I played, so I played number seven. I played this one. Um, and then they released, they went back to the brawler for like, so there's like the original main character from yeah. the original six games, Kiryu, Cosmo Kiryu. And so he's now like a co-main uh, like main character in mm-hmm. this new 
the game. Mm-hmm. So they went back, they did an old like they did like the original Brawler style as like a bridge between seven and eight. Full flown full fledged game. And so I played that. So technically this would be my third one. I've watched you know, I've watched all the, the history of the story and the campaigns of this and what happened, but the the amount of the sheer amount of content in this game is there's a full blown Pokemon game in this called uh, Sujumon. There's a full blown Animal Crossing island you can go to, and there's like I I think I put twenty hours into the Animal Crossing island. Like it's just like the, the distractions galore in these games. Like there's side quest after side quest, mini games. Like you can blow hours. Like I was just playing darts in the yeah. game. You know, last night. <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like it's just one of those games, but. It just total like I've been doing people, the same thing on the new Apple Vision Pro. You did not get no. My <laughs> <laughs> God, like, I'm gonna feel like a jerk because I've been sending you goofy videos for like, the past two days. Wouldn't that be funny? I'm taking yeah. this podcast from from a Vision Pro right now. <laughs> but no, I just uh, you know it's the to get into the story is great from what I played so far. It's just more of the great stuff. It, it does. It kind of blows me away how silly these games are like intentionally like they're very tongue-in-cheek and very very japanese you know this game's actually set in hawaii half of it's set in hawaii and which is the first time they went to a new location like in Mm. previous games they've you know created new maps and areas and that's the thing too like between um between games they actually reuse assets and like you play in the same town from game to game and it never gets stale for you know like i've talked to joey and you know i've read stuff online like no one it's so funny people always complain or you see all this online chatter and like anger of like oh reused assets and you know there's nothing new and they're just redoing all this stuff and it's rehash these games have kind of like built their whole experience around that like it's the familiar city like i know where this convenience store is feels like home a little bit it feels like home and they slowly add more and more stuff from like iteration to iteration. You can tell when there's like a new engine they're working in, like clearly like there's like a new map and new towns and you go to places. It's, it's truly a sprawling experience. Um, and, uh, like I think they've included pretty much like the main, like there was two towns in Japan in the previous mm-hmm. games that I played. And now there's this Hawaii location and you know, there's dungeons and all this stuff. Oh, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's funny because like it's set in modern day, times but the character it's he's kind of you know ichiban he's kind of like he's kind of silly and all that but when you go into a battle like a random encounter they even they straight up say they said this in the previous game too it's like he has a um a, like a hallucinatory episode and he sees these people that you get into a fight in the street with like they change form like they look like the you know like there's like guys in trash bags you know like called you know like the like jumping around their legs or poking out their heads poking out but they're inside a trash bag you know what I mean? Like, it's very, very ludicrous and very over the top. Hmm. And it's just like, but like, you know, the they just chalk it up to like, oh yeah, it's like I'm in a Dragon Quest game. Or, you know, it's just, I'm the hero and this is my journey and all that. And like, when I'm fighting people, I'm just picturing them as like, you know, uh, like monsters and demons. <laughs> okay. It's, but it's, it's, it's weirdly grounded, even in like these little moments. So the main story is very serious. Like it's a... You know the you know the yaksa and there's like crime and like gang stuff and but like you have all like these little they call them sub stories, and that's where like the like the true ludicrousness of everything takes place. Like you know like there's I did a, I did one yesterday a sub story, where this dude this guy used to be in like a a back alley punk band. No one listened to them. He gave it up, sold out. He's like a like a, a Hawaiian ukulele you know, guitar music guy now, he's selling records, and he's getting famous, and, you know, everyone loves him now, but he goes back, because some kid was dying of cancer, and lived in, like, an apartment near this alleyway, and, you know, so he does, like, a one-time performance, and, you know, to, like, prove to the kid to not be, like, a, like, he even calls him, like, don't be a little shit, like, go get your surgery, or this kind of thing, like, so he went back, and, dude, it's, it's it so It sounds outlandish. like anime. It is anime, Dave. Like yeah. again, this probably counts as my, you know, my with main how random it is. The week. But it's it is it's so fun, man. Like it's it's just one of those things where, you know, like I like the grindiness of RPGs, and you have the party, and you can change your jobs, and you know, like my main character, he's the hero. But if I want, I can, you know, you can make your whole build around being um, a cook, and yeah. your abilities are associated to like breathing fire or like throwing ice on them or. You know, one other person is a homeless guy, and that's his job. And he has like all stuff like throwing bird seed down, and like pigeons attacked people in that area. Like it's, it's, it's out there, man. But it's it's weirdly grounded, and it's such a just a well crafted game. You know, for a studio that's been 
it's the kind of the nice thing about a lot of these J- Japanese studios, like whether it's Square Enix, you know, making the Final Fantasy games and the Dragon Quest games, or all you know, the Tales series and all this stuff, and Yakuza. They've been doing them for like 20, 25 years. They get their formula. They know what their fans like. And they just slowly continue to like add and iterate a little bit. And it's like it's just enough every time. You know, like I'm, I'm again, I'm relatively new to the series. Like it's been a few years now. But uh, yeah, you're not one of these lifelong fans that no, has but been like in even it forever, But yeah. it's crazy. Like I've never, ever, ever seen vocal discourse on this series. It's funny enough, there is for this one. Again, I don't think this is the developers. This is probably like a, a Sega thing, like you know, corporate above. They locked the, they locked a Mega Dungeon and the New Game Plus behind uh, the Deluxe Edition. Mm. So if you want, to, you know, because New Game Plus is pretty much standard right. uh, in most games now, or even it's, it's a feature, a free update down the road for most games. This is the first time, like any like. A company has blatantly been like, yeah, like that's going to be thirty bucks Canadian if you want to like replay the game, in like continue your save file and to like you know start fresh kind of thing. Or, or it's peculiar, yeah. It's it's very very strange. Again, like it's not the first time we've seen like you know stuff like this from companies, but it's just weird that you know, again, it's getting great reviews. Like it's getting you know nines and tens like everywhere. But following it, every article you read is like, but they're making us charge for this, you know. So it's I don't know. It's kind of kind of shitty because you know i do like in some games i do like doing like new game plus and going through usually you know it gets more difficult that way and there's sometimes in some games um not specifically yakuza but uh new game plus like there's more quests or unique challenges that kind of thing stuff that doesn't appear in the main game so it is kind of a bummer that uh you know i'm kind of torn i'm not gonna buy it on uh if it ever goes on sale maybe but that's the thing i don't know like it's a deluxe edition upgrade yeah right like how do you how does that go on sale how does it work in upgrading to this so i'm, I'm not 100 percent sure but uh it's but yeah, yeah i think you'd be better off taking those hard-earned dineros and uh buying pal world fuck that dude <laughs> <laughs> no i don't have it but uh yeah. but you know how that thing is taking over the world eh do you see there was an article uh yesterday or today that their server fees each month are roughly like uh 340 uh 340,000 euros yeah that makes total sense to me based on the amount of traffic they're they're just like until like we lose traffic like we are like nothing is going to go down like they know what they have but uh, 100 it's um this has lawsuit written all over it. It's crazy. Yeah. The flagrant. The flag- you see it in, like, ads and, like, you know, mobile stuff, like, you know, straight-up stolen assets and stuff like that. But in a full-blown, this is on Game Pass, like, Microsoft, you know, is very much, like, involved in, like, having that on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's the advertising it's getting. It is being marketed heavily. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how no one thought that like what we's gonna like get our bag and get out like what yeah i don't know it's uh... it's interesting has there been an event or has there been a game like this that's that has been you know not just a a little bit successful but like majorly successful that has had this many um this much controversy embedded into it about just outright stealing copyrighted Mm. material because like not you know, the top of my head, there remember, are games that you know, everything kind of borrows and is and is influenced, yes. you know, by by the industry leading standards and all that stuff. But like, yeah, this Pokemon sets a stuff is pretty nuts. Yeah, so yeah, you see that all the time. Someone sets a precedent, and then the rest of the industry has to like follow through because that's clearly a hunger for it. And you know, it's like the uh, Batman Arkham co- style combat, right? Yep, Batman Arkham. You know the MOBA or the uh, MOBAs. People were chasing those for a long time after League of Legends or Dota, technically. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no one shoot me. Um, you know the the like the Fortnite stuff. I'm blanking on the name of that that genre. Um, Battle Royale. Yeah, the Battle yeah, Royale. PUBG so like, started that. And they, I think they tried exactly. to sue Epic Games over it, and then no bueno. Yeah, the only the only time I remember. Um, but yeah, these are like game modes, right? That we're describing, yeah. and not necessarily like assets. Yeah, well, this yeah, that's the thing. So people have been like, you know, kind of copying Pokemon for a long time. I remember there's that Temtem game. There's one last year called Cassette Beats. So it was Cassette Beast, which was pretty popular. But yeah, no, you're right. When it comes to like assets, that's pretty. Uh, it's pretty obvious. Like there's you know the everywhere you go online right now is like the top ten flagrant steals. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like there's one. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember. If it was like a like a 
like a Venusaur and a Blastoise literally just inverted. And it was like a frog <laughs> with a shell versus like a turtle or like a turtle with like a flower on it or something like that. And it's like, oh yeah, they'll never figure that one out. What's interesting <laughs> though is that is Nintendo not like kind of famously a litigious company? Dude, yeah, well you saw what they did to the fucking that dude that uh they put that guy in prison for life there, forty million dollar yeah. fee for uh I think it's the funny enough his name was Bowser. No, no. So it's it's interesting though, out of all the you know, companies to kind of pretty blatantly and publicly rip off that they would they would do it this way. Well, Nintendo, like, made a statement. They were, like, you know, they had a very ominous, like, not on brand for them. Usually, because, like, they're very famously, like, the lawyers deal with this. And yeah, And it sure. comes out in the news. But, like, Nintendo never, ever, ever comes out and says anything. Right. They straight up put up, like, a white background screen grab with a quick blurb of, like, we are actively looking into this. Hmm. We'll, you know, we'll be back later kind of thing. And very that was, like they're gonna dip into the, the switch war chest for this yeah <laughs> like all all that breath of the wild money is gonna come out for this one for sure but the thing is too it's complicated because it's not pokemon is not solely owned by nintendo uh the pokemon company i think nintendo only has like a 30 percent share into pokemon oh well, and go. the rest is all owned by game freak and um so that's the thing like they're not even like it's technically I'm sure there's like a, like a hundred year contract or like built into like they can't take their mm-hmm. games elsewhere, but like Game Freak technically is calling the shots on almost everything Pokemon, and then you know when I'm sure when it comes to imagery and all this kind of stuff, like the Pokemon company itself probably takes over, uh, you know, as like the you know the the corporate side of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, dude, this is gonna get re- like real ugly, I think. <laughs> like when it comes very down interesting. To it, yeah. It's also interesting that it has just it seems to have really grabbed the gaming community. Like yes, like controversy aside, I'd. Like, the reason it popped up on my feed was that it was shattering fucking Steam records and shit. Mm. Like, you know, before all the controversy. And also, in the same breath, that, like, the way I was seeing it described was it's basically Pokemon with guns. Yeah. Well, it was about maybe a year and a half ago, they, like, the developers of Pal World put out, like, um... I think it was, like, a... Proof of concept or a little it was like a fi- it was Yeah, it was, like, a five-minute demo. Like okay. A, in or like an engine demo and nintendo was like very quick and be like don't and like that was like it and mm-hmm. you know like and then it's just out and like i think there was a couple of weeks prior to release where power was like doing like the you know they were getting the engines revved up and get everyone kind of blowing smoke up everyone's everyone's ass to get them ready for it and here we are right like it's it's crazy but um fuck yeah i don't know man it's uh very interesting yeah. um yeah. In other news, you see all the Microsoft shit going down? No. Oh, dude, this is juicy. Gaming related? Gaming related. Tell me. Time. So for the past like couple days, there's been like a lot of leaks coming out from. Again, I'm not. I'm not a huge. Um, I don't subscribe to a lot of the the leaking areas of Reddit and all that. You know, like constantly the, leaking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just. It just seems like a lot of a lot of people online just like chasing clout and like, oh, I'm the one to reveal that like. I'm I am a firm believer. Like again, I know they're corporate entities and like they don't I don't owe them anything. But like I, I like when something is kind of revealed on its own terms. You know sure. what I mean? Like they'll work and a lot of the time it kinda of sours some stuff when the trailers leak and this and that or Yeah, like that big the that GTA six leak. Like that was exactly. not cool, right? Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Like you you see it and you're like, Well I'm gonna look, but like you know, when or the, or the Drake leak today. What what leak today? Nothing. It, uh, never mind. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, so there's been, the past couple days, there's been a lot of stuff of, like, it started off with, do you know that game came out last year? It was a shadow drop during an Xbox developer direct. It was called Hi-Fi Rush. There's it was, no possible way, but yes, keep you, going. No, okay. So anyway, it was just like, a, it was one of their in-house studios, so, or, um, Tango Gameworks made, like, it was very old school throwback to, like, the PS2 era of, mm. like, um, kind of like Ratchet and Clank, pixel art. It, it was very, very, it was a cool game. It was like a rhythm game. Also in like a, like an action, like an action brawler kind of thing. It, it, it was it was cool for what it was. Cool. But there's been a lot of like articles of like oh like, uh, coming to PC or or coming to Steam and also like there was, a little bit of blurbs about like PS5 files and stuff like that and then, it was like oh that's you know Xbox has been all about like our you know our exclusives and like yeah. we're trying to build up our 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 brand or name and, and then there was other stuff coming up. It was just more people were saying, oh, it's, uh, yeah, no, I've seen this too. Hi-Fi Rush is coming to PS5. And there's another game. I can't remember which game they mentioned, but something else was mentioned is probably coming to PS5. 
And then it was like the floodworks, and it's like, oh, Gears of War is going to be coming over, and like th- th- all this. St- it's and a pretty big just, title, yeah. It was huge, but it was it was huge. It was like all these people who, and some people like the names I recognize, and some I don't. Of like, you know, again, I don't know who to trust. Like, there's a couple like names in game journalism that I have a little bit of, you know, when they say something, it's probably true. Like, sure, you know, yeah. he's I think he's obviously reputable journalist. But, but like Tom Warren, I think from The Verge, he's oh, yeah. he covers a lot of Xbox stuff, and Jason Schreier from uh, mm-hmm. Bloomberg, but. You know, so anyways, so it's been all but confirmed. Apparently there's... Tom like Warren's f- who got us uh, coverage for my day job at The Verge. I met him in <laughs> Vegas. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. That's funny that you mentioned him specifically. Are you joking? No, it, it was years ago, but yeah. Oh, wow, that's cool. Um, but anyway, so there's just all, like, the flood, like, the floodgates open. There's just all this stuff. Apparently there's, like, a huge internal conflict between, like, the heads of Xbox and more people like higher up at Microsoft mm. they want their ROI on the Activision deal and right, they're making they a push them, right yeah they're making a push to like make all these sales like putting all their stuff on all these other platforms and Phil Spencer yesterday put out a tweet saying hey guys we hear you like there's all this chatter going on and we're going to have a business report we're going to have a business update for everyone next week hmm. And Phil Spencer, head of Xbox? Head of Xbox. Yeah, okay. CEO of Xbox. I think, like, he's he literally answers to the head of Microsoft, from what I've read. Satya, yeah. Um, so, anyway, so there's just all this stuff. So now there's just a, a field, you know, an, an absolute, you know, huge amount of people who bought in on Xbox have gotten, like, no real exclusives. Like, other than, like, maybe Starfield. Oh, that was the other game that was mentioned to come into PS5 with Starfield. Um, wow, you know, like, that we've had, PS5 we've had fans some are clamoring games. for that one. But that's the thing. So like, there's there's just all this stuff like about like you know brand loyalty and you know Xbox trying to build this up. They're buying all these studios, making all these exclusives. They're announcing all this stuff, and then you know the second they get this purchase, like you know, boom, like we're 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 dumping all our software on those systems to make our money back. And like I understand, like you know they want you know they care more about the board than they care about like fans and brand loyalty, which is unfortunate. But it's uh, I'm very very I'm very curious what's going to happen next week in that press conference if it's going to be a video or if it's just going to be online or what but what do you uh, like what do you think gaming fans want well like what would be the ideal outcome for most people you know i think you know i think okay take like console war like the console war thing out of it i think you know uh, my stance is if I think everyone should be able to have equal opportunity to to play, you know, it, like there is like huge. The PS Five is fucking expensive. The Series X is fucking expensive. Like yeah. a good, competent PC setup is very expensive. You know, the easiest buy in is the Switch, and you know it's pretty obvious like why like that's doing so well. Like the buy in is different all over the place, but they are like varying experiences. Like Sony has been cleaning house like nonstop, like the you know exclusive after exclusive, and Xbox has been chasing that. Um, you know, because it's never, like, PS5, that's the thing, PS5 is never going to be on Xbox. Xbox is the one that's in the pinch, they're the ones that have to sell out their goods, right? So I think it only benefits, like, PS5 owners. Sure. But everyone who's been, like, an Xbox fan so far is kind of left out to dry, right? Like, there's... Right. They've, they've, like, next to no... A couple exclusives here and there. Like, Starfield was the biggest one. Like, you know, there was an Ori game a couple years ago. Uh, Halo. Halo Infinite, if you want. You know, like... I don't know, man. It's I, I think it's it's a lose lose for Xbox fans, but you know the general marketplace. Everyone is on PS Five, so I think they're the big winners potentially if this kind of goes through. Yeah. Um. So it's I don't know. It kind of it kind of just it's just a huge disrupt, and I think if it does happen, it's going to take a couple years to kind of equal out a little bit for everyone to kind of feel, you know, even. I, I don't know. I saw I saw some fucking hilarious stuff online where um, it was on the PS Five subreddit. Um, you know, people have been clamoring for a Bloodborne remaster for years. Yeah, that'd be cool. So there's still no, there's still no 60 frames version of uh, Bloodborne. Yeah, it's still stuck at 30 frames. Uh, PS4 version, there's no, like, there's no, like, auto update from PS4 to PS5. And the comment was, I cannot believe there's going to be Halo games on my PS5 before 60 frames (laughs) Bloodborne, which I was, like, dying on the couch when I read that. But I don't know, man, it's, it's, it's huge, 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 like... I'm sure my guess is if they are going to be dumping software onto PlayStation, um, there's still going to be like maybe like a six month, eight month window for like games on Xbox, but that's not going to sate the fans that have been bought in for four years now. Yeah. It's a huge, it's a huge slap in the face. Like, 
you know, the releasing next to no games, pushing and pushing Game Pass, saying this game's coming to Game Pass. Don't worry, like we got all this stuff coming down the pipe. Keep paying us monthly for Game Pass, and then you know, it, there's just like a, a full turn on this. And even then too, like when when Beth, uh, Microsoft bought Bethesda, the next day all of like eighty percent of Bethesda's uh, lineup was on Game Pass. Right. I remember. How that. long has Activision been officially Activision Blizzard has officially been under their umbrella? And nothing has been put up to Game Pass. Right. So even then, like all their promises of like, yeah, like whatever we own is going to be there. Like they're not. It's you know, it's messy. I don't know. Gaming like, drama. Some, gaming drama. But it's 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 not even gaming drama. It's corporate drama. And right. And p- people are associating it with their games, and it's like it's this is like an internal war going on that where the players and the fans are not even remotely a thought. You know, I'm sure there is people fighting for them. Like clearly, like. You know, I'm sure, like, the apparently the leak of a leak was all this stuff came out because there is a very disgruntled higher-up Xbox employee who does not want this to happen, who wants right. to keep brand loyalty. And so, like, they leaked all this stuff. And I don't know. It's, uh, it's interesting stuff. Like, you know, I think a lot of people are buying into it too much, but it's definitely a horrible look for Microsoft and potentially a huge, huge boon to PlayStation players. So... That's the thing, too. Like, you don't even need to own an Xbox if you don't want to. Like, if you have a PC, you can get Game Pass for cheap, cheap, play, like, majority of the games, and then have a PS5 if you want. And then you're yeah, covered. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. You know? Once I... Dis- I remember when I got the gaming PC discovering, I was like, wait, I can get Game Pass on this thing? Even though yeah. I don't have one of the new Xboxes? I was like, oh, shit. This is a there huge was, win. Like, Game last, Pass is a great value. It's huge. Like, last month or the month before, I was like, I you know, I wanted to play something. I had nothing, nothing I really wanted to play. Nothing was coming out soon. I was like, oh shit, the new Dead Space remake is on Xbox. I'm just oh, going to yeah. spend the, you know, the whatever, like the 15 bucks or whatever it is. And, you know, subscribe, cancel immediately. I played it, I beat it, and, you know, played some other things. And I haven't subscribed back until the next thing comes on, right? That's like, always the play with Game Pass. Yeah, it's... Uh, I feel like a huge uh, chunk of their subscribers must be transient in that way. They have to be. Um, they, that's the thing, too. They don't release any numbers. Microsoft has been very tight-lipped. Yeah. About all the all the numbers, so I no would imagine sold. churn and attrition is huge, huge, yeah. But we get it. Okay, I got it. We got to talk about um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, dude. Because I'm so glad that you messaged me about that. Because we knew, so we knew this series was happening at Prime. Yeah. Um, and we knew that Donald Glover was involved in creating it. And I, I remember it was a headline at the time that he was co-creating it with Phoebe Waller-Bridge mm-hmm. of Fleabag. And they had a like a creative falling out and uh, didn't agree on the direction of the show. <laughs> and But now it's Donald Glover and I think someone else. Um, but he stars in it. And it's, it's, it's extremely good. Yeah. Uh, the pilot play. is extremely good. I was, I don't know about you, but I was like five minutes into it. And I was like, it, you know, like it, it sucks. Cause we kind of like, we're now, whether it's the podcast or just kind of like, we've been trained to see like a certain filter or a certain color hue in a show. But as I was watching it, I was like, Oh, this, this doesn't look like Jack Reacher, you know? Yeah. Like, this doesn't look like it was made in Hamilton, you know, like, yeah. or, you know, Vancouver. I was like this, this is like, Oh wow. Like I think, Oh, they're in, they're in New York. Like, you know, it's, but it, and I was like, this looks like Atlanta. I was like, there's no way, there's no way this is like the Atlanta people. But because it, it was shot the same way, like right. the angles and everything. <clears throat> and fucking lo and behold, dude, you get to the end. Everyone, producers, directors, like writer, everyone involved from Atlanta. You brought the is, homies. The gang, you know, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. But, um, there's just something about production quality. Yeah. When you see it, how it sets your mind at ease. About, like, okay, I'm watching something good, and I know I'm watching something good. Mm-hmm. Or at least, like, when you're not distracted by poor production quality, I guess. Sure. Maybe would be, like, the better way to say it. Because, like, I think when you start watching so much shit, like, weird things can stand out. Absolutely. You know? Like, uh, it's funny. I don't want to loop two things together. But I'm having the a similar issue, ironically, with True Detective right now. Okay. Where, like... We've talked about this before. It's when the audience loses their suspension of disbelief. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like both of these shows have like pretty specific plots and the ideas are a little bit out there, but like you're along for the ride as an audience member, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, and there's just something with Mr. and Mrs. Smith, man. Like, 
I was just like, okay, I'm interested. Like, yeah. they they just the, they hook you kind of early. Um, and, and I'm curious about your thoughts on this because it is so radically different from the movie that part of me was like, man, like, should they even have taken the name? Like, the idea so, is kind of the same. So the thing is, this is... So there was originally a TV show in the 90s called Mr. and Mrs. Smith. This okay. is... So Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the movie from our high school days... That is a total like we're just gonna disregard the TV show and do our own thing with right. like two you know two of the most beautiful people on the planet. But presumably, like for, it came from the rights to the same IP. Uh, yeah, like the it, technically yes, it was the same IP, but like the, you know they like Doug Lyman did or whoever was involved. Like, yeah, it, yeah. it felt like a Doug Lyman joint. But uh, anyway, so but this is technically supposed to be like in more comparison to that, right? Okay. So I think. Because um, I've been re- seeing a lot of stuff about that, but do you know Maya Erskine is the voice of uh, Mizu in Blue Eye Samurai? <laughs> no, yeah. no, I did not know that. Yeah, I'm only still so... one episode in. I gotta get back. I, to I've that. only watched the first as well. She's okay. also in Obi Wan Kenobi. What the fuck? Wow, she's Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, Sully Stark. Who the fuck was Sully Stark? I can place her actually. Uh, I can't. I don't know how. Google. But she's like? great, man, and their chemistry is really good. Mm. Yeah, um, no, very good. He, I cannot believe how fucking jacked he is. Yo. <laughs> he, he, I think but, he might have wrote himself that shirtless scene in the first episode, so maybe he doesn't <laughs> have to do it again, because that was like, yo. Good for you, dude. He has a weird body. He also carries himself very weird. I remember saying to Sam, like, look, he always stands in this very interesting way. Donald Glover is, like, one of those, like... He's a unicorn. Yeah, you, uh, yeah. you can't confuse him with someone else, or you can't no. confuse someone else with him. You know what I mean? I remember watching him on Community, and I was just like, look at this guy. Like, he just, the way he carries himself is just It's so, so specific, right? It's very in, like, he, like, it almost shrunken. He has this thing where, like, he stands tall, but he still feels shrunken in yeah. sometimes. And it's, he just continues. body language, he con- almost. Yeah, yeah, he continues to do that. And, uh, yeah, fuck It's very it's, physical. It's weird. Yeah. Um, it's he funny, yeah. Atlanta. So huh? I'm missing. There's still a season of Atlanta I never saw. Same here, actually. Yeah. I need to go Every now and then you so. fall into the Donald uh, Glover like that that rabbit hole, and you're like, oh right, like I could consume everything he's done because he's so damn good at everything. It's absurd. Um, how how great was the opening scene of like fucking uh, like Alexander Skarsgård? I love that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my god, uh, and then I was kind of hoping I was like. Oh, I bet he dies. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> unless he's a regular, which I may, you know, I, I tried to go Zero Dark Grant on this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was like, unless he's a regular, which I completely missed, or or is it a surprise, mm. um, I have a fun feeling he dies. And then, like, just the way that all went, I was like, oh, God. Like, you just, yeah. you just love it when a, t- uh, a show sets a tone. Well, that's the thing, too. And I will say, I, if I have, again, from beginning to end, very great episode. I think the... They're probably one of my favorite scenes in a while is so they get their first mission and like from the, the second they get to the restaurant to follow the target to like, you know, like to the point where like where they're uh, it becomes like the chase. But it, when it's like kind of like they did this whole thing about getting to know each other before like the kind of kickoff, like the, ch- the chase after the woman or whatever, all the stuff in the restaurant and then tailing her in the park and this and that just like really good like these who these people are and the way they kind of tiptoed about like you reveal something no you reveal something no i'm not going to say anything no i'm not going to say it's i i just thought it was really really well done um but one huge fucking gripe dude and it's my own fault the remote sunk into the couch i couldn't Mm. find it i hate i despise this this season on the season on holy fuck man masters of the air is doing the same thing Every, every episode so many uh, like guest appearances spoiled. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I was just kind of like, oh, come on. I would have loved to have seen that in the moment. Like, oh my God, that's fucking so-and-so. Or that's so-and-so. You know yeah. what I mean? It was just huge. huge we, we, we actually had the same thing. We were 10 seconds in. And I was like, turn it off, turn it off. Because <laughs> I, I saw a couple, I can't remember now because my memory uh, helps me in instances like this. Um, but yeah, pretty weak. I, I, I don't love that. You, you know yeah. what one observation I do have actually um circle back on true detective is i do love appointment viewing i love sundays at nine i love an episode a week it's funny because you know everything's cyclical and i i do i'm you know i'm not missing the irony on the fact that like everybody loved netflix you know back in the day because everything was out immediately you could binge it and that's like that became the new paradigm for a while 
Um, but like knowing it's all there and, you know, you could get it when you want it is nice. But it also means that like, like I Googled the cast names, for example, because I, mm. uh, what's, what's the, who does Donald Glover star across? What's her name? You just said it. In this? My yeah. Erskine? Yeah. So I, I was trying to Google her name and it's like, you know, the results are like ending explained. It's like, oh, right. Because it came out yesterday, but obviously there's already fucking ending explainers. Because the but entire that's the series, weird. Is Amazon out. doesn't normally put out a full season. Yeah, I thought it was odd. Yeah. Um, it's just weird. And and okay, so it's awesome. I will continue to watch it. Are you also going to continue to watch it? One hundred percent. Yeah, I'm trying to convince Leah. I told her I was like, hey, so you want to check out this Mr. and Mrs. Smith? And I got like a flat out like not a fucking chance. I'm like, it's not the Brad Pitt one. Yeah, s- same here. Same it's, here. It's your boy Donald Glover. Like you need to watch this. And and Sam was totally into it. It's like yeah. It's definitely, it has general appeal, right? Yes. I told her, it's like, it's literally the Atlanta people. At the very least, like, the first episode, like, again, I recognize some of the producing names and the writer and, and whatnot, and the director, yeah. obviously. I was like, so I, I assume, like, if they're there, they're going to be around at least a little more, but also felt like Barry in a weird way, but also, like, you know, the, uh, Hero, your my, or uh, Mariah, he yeah. worked with Barry, or uh, Bill Hader a lot, too, yeah. so... I was, you know, I always found Atlanta and Barry. Uh, I was about to say, the Barry and Atlanta to me, they were always kind of linked in that way. Um, I like another show in that kind of chain. It's nice to have. But yeah, uh, I'm I'm going to be honest, dude, I might watch this week to week. Just one a week. That could be cool. Not rush through it. Yeah. I don't know. Just something about the way this episode ended. It was so big. It was so unexpected, dude. Scared the Uh, fuck out of me. So good. They got me. They got me. They got me. 100% got me. Because you know what? They, they like... Just execution, man. Pacing, yeah. execution. You know, they set the tone at the beginning of the episode, and then they slowly lead you into this false sense of security throughout the episode. Mm. And then they, they hit you in the teeth at the end. Like, just so good. Such a great pilot. And you know what we say about pilots, Grant. Yeah, they're hard. Um, what? No, it's a respectful occupation. <laughs> Sorry. Um, also, his line, there's a line in when they're, like, they introduce the characters, and, like, they're in, like, this, you know, hidden room. His line de- delivery of when they ask him how much money he has in his account, and yeah. he's just like, I think $33. Which yeah. is just is so, it was fucking golden. I was like, yeah, I mean, Donald Glover's the shit. He is the shit. Yeah. Um, one thing that you mentioned that I want to touch on, because I'll just briefly mention True Detective, because it's getting a lot of flack right now. It um, is. It's still. Uh, well, yeah, it's, I think this last episode is where the tide has really turned on, like, you know, and who knows, like, you know, they have two left and things can change. But I think what was happening was like, you know, there was some mainstream criticism and then there was also like, but a, a loyal, like kind of cult following the show being like, no, like this is actually legit. Okay. Um, but this last episode and the last couple, it just seems like they're having a hard time juggling plot and character development. Okay. And I, I, it's just so tough that this show lives in the shadow of S1, man. Like, mm-hmm. it's just... They'll never be, they'll never escape that. You know, sure. Nick Pizzolatto didn't escape it. Like, the own creator couldn't get away sure. from that looming over seasons two and three. And, like, this is just no exception. Mm. There's some really cool stuff in season four so far. Specifically Night Country. Like, the like the like what they named it after um, the cinematography. It's, it's a long Alaskan night is the whole series. Okay. And it's fucking awesome. Like... The way they've got the cinematography, the night shots, these nighttime walks, the night driving, like, it is such a hella cool vibe. Damn. And some of the horror elements are, like, really out there. And some of the the actual mystery is decent. Um, better than decent. It's, like, engaging and interesting. Um, is it? Is, okay. But, Without, but wait, yeah. let me, just, because we're talking about Mr. and yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Smith and what they did so well is, like, what you'll notice is, like, the way good shows do this is you learn about the characters through kind of show and less tell, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, you're learning about who Donald Glover is in these exchanges without him, like, sitting you down and being like, when I was a kid, my father used to hit me with a... Be-. You know what I mean? Sure. And there's yeah. a lot of that forced character exposition, character moments that, uh, you know, the bear had a little bit too much of in season yeah. two. Um, this is also struggling with that, but the stories and some of the characters aren't that strong, so it's definitely losing the audience. It's tough, right? And, you know, if you take season one as that gold standard, like, you knew exactly who Rust and Marty were, and they didn't have a whole lot of those let-me-bear-my-heart-on-my-sleeve conversations for you. It was like you, they showed you who they were. 
Yeah, you know? and if it did come out, it felt like natural for them to in be the moment. It, it worked, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so, and I gotta say, you know, I, I don't know if I the Jodie Foster thing. I don't know if it's working. I don't know if the casting is working either. Really? Um, yeah, and it's you know when do, when dialogue is clunky, sometimes it doesn't sound good coming out of anybody. Okay. Yeah. You know, so you're in your head, or I'm in my head wondering, like, is this a Jodie Foster issue? Is it a dialogue issue? I think they're trying to focus a little bit too much on character, and it's it's hurting the show for sure. Okay. So what my question was going to be gonna is... But I'm going to finish. Have they said, like, is it going to be, like, a full 10-episode run or 8-episode run? Only or? six. So two left. Only six? Yeah. Shit. Okay. Um, okay, so is this... Is it the case where, like, by episode two the murder or whatever like the the you know the flashpoint was to lead to the st- start of the story is that like already solved and then like everything like the aftermath is kind of like where the show is going or is there still like a, is it like an active mystery there's an active mystery still for sure based around potentially like the pilot uh, the pilot okay yeah yeah you you okay. see the uh you see like an inciting incident in episode one and like you know you get some details you meet the characters bit of world building you know de- like decent pilot Strong sure. pilot. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the rest, of the, sh- the rest of the show should be about, you know, solving that mystery, putting the pieces together. Mm. You know, with, like, some fun, like, admittedly, like, I've got, I'm going to give them the credit, right? Like, some fun new hoarder-type elements that we haven't really seen in the show before. Um, which I think, uh, ironically, may end up having a pretty logical explanation, which is neat. Like, yeah. again, I'm telling you, like, the investigation, the investigative, like, way, like, that they're do- telling the story from a cop or policing investigative point of view. Um, and like t- trying to loop in these threads of hoarder and like whatnot is, is like creative and kind of cool. Mm. Um, but it's, re- it's, I just think it's struggling a lot with character and character relationships and that, and that's a really significant chunk of the airtime. That's the problem. Is it, um, is it like 40 minutes an episode or is it like a full hour on average? <sighs> I want to say it's close to a full hour, but long credits, so 45, 50 minute. Yeah, okay. You know? Hmm. Damn, 55. two episodes left, and you feel like they're kind of wobbling? For sure, definitely. Definitely yeah. wobbling. I can see the, you know, the tide turning a little bit, the public discourse changing between like, ah, oh, fuck, I thought we had a good one. You know what I mean? Like, who, oh, who knows? Shit. They could land the plane. Yeah. You never yeah, know, yeah. but like, they've had a couple rough, rough goes. Um, yeah, very, very interesting, man. It's a... It's a weird, weird thing, but I, I will tell you, it's um between that. Uh, did we talk about this? We probably did. That uh, what is it? American fiction, American terror? American nightmare, yeah. American nightmare show. Did we talk yeah. about that? Yeah, we did last week. I'm not gonna harp on that, but between that and True Detective, I'm really getting this itch on true crime lately. Um, yeah. And I, I saw that Apple has a... Criminal record, dude. Check it out. No, that. That's on my list. But they're doing a Jake Gyllenhaal uh, either thriller or oh, they, investigative series. They put out a big... Uh, their 20, or the, the look summer. ahead for 2024, yeah. So, and you know how I feel about the Gyllenhaal. Yeah, the Gyllenhaal's. Um, the Gyllenhaal's. Yeah. Though I will tell you, this guy's definitely cashing checks at this point in his career. <laughs> like, yeah. Dude, have you seen the trailers for this Roadhouse remake? I did. I did. So, I think you and I were talking about that. I was like, is that actually Conor McGregor's accent? Or is he doing like an American, like uh, a southern, a swing on a southern accent? I, I don't know what he's doing. I don't think Conor knows what he's doing. Fuck. Um, Constantly, man, there's a ton of shit coming this year from Apple. Yeah, and, you know, Masters of the Air, fun. Like, I'm in. I'm watching it. Are you talking about those Manhunt shows that you're talking about? The assassination was just the beginning. Oh, that's the one about uh, chasing after uh, Abraham Lincoln's killer. Yeah, I don't know. Whichever the Gyllenhaal one is, dude. I, I saw the words, like, investigative and then Gyllenhaal, and I was like, I'm in. <laughs> All right. We'll Come check in. it out when it comes. Damn. Uh, you know, this way I don't got to watch rewatch Zodiac or Nightcrawler for the 11th time. God, so much TV. It's unreal. Right? Unreal. Shall we, uh, should we talk about a little bit of anime? Nah. Nah. Nah, I'm kidding. Um, pretty great episode of Free Run. Fucking A, dude. Ultimate Battle of Attrition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I gotta say, you know, there's been a lot of, like, very big highlight moments um, for me in this show. But specifically, specifically, Free Run not flexing whilst fighting that guy. And the yeah. real flex was, like, you know, 
waiting for him to drop his alt, you know, his alt, mm-hmm. you know, his, uh, his major move there, you know, he drops like a fly cause he's tired or whatever. And then she really flexes by blowing out the fucking dome the barrier. Yeah. To that... assist, to assist like, you know, her teammates was like, it's Goddamn. what a clutch, it just impeccable, like one, two, three stepping into that. And then immediately shifts into like their fight. And I was like, fucking it, dude, that's writing. Um, Writing brilliant characters, like, um, I want to say, and like, just hang with me here for a sec. This is not a one-to-one comparison, but I always have a lot of respect for people who are able to write like characters that are just on another level. You know what sure. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I would say like the civilian approach to that is like Gojo. Um, sure. Yeah. But, Cause like, you know, he's like all powerful, but also like quirky and like, that's yeah. not out of this world. I don't think that's true, the hardest thing in the world to do. hubris, you know, like knows he's yeah. the strongest. It's easy to like write that character. Like, yeah. Itself. But then there are characters that are grounded and flawed while simultaneously being um, on that level. And like a good example, I think would be like Dumbledore in the books mm-hmm. in the Harry Potter books is like a very flawed individual, but like still so, so far ahead of everybody around him. You know what sure. I mean? And you can see both. And the thing with Freerun is like, it's cr- like, I think they do, they play this game of like, I doubt whether she can handle something because she yeah. seems so human at times. She and, even like vocally undersells herself. Yeah. And, and then when she blows everything away, you're like, right, of course, like yeah. I shouldn't, I should not be surprised by this. Such a good episode, man. And also yeah. like, you know, you were, we were saying last time, like that reveal of her and Sari or yeah. Sa- that Sari character rather. Yeah. Their back and forth this episode was impeccable. Pretty cool. Is Siri a male female character? Could you tell? Um, the voice threw me. That's why I ask. Yeah. Well, we heard Leanna were like both our heads stopped. Like, fuck, is that Romy Park? Like, is that Hanch? Yeah. And, uh, it's not. Uh, but uh, we thought maybe it was Armin. Yeah. But it, I think it could be Androgyn. I don't know. It could be either or. I'm not too sure. Elf yeah. characters usually pretty fluid that way. Yeah. So sure. it then like begs the question like, <laughs> does Freeren is she just does she have everybody's number will we find out I, i'm just very curious about the whole thing well it's curious right because like i don't i don't think they're like teeing up like in uh an i don't think so. narrator story with her um but like again there's two instances now in the past five episodes where she says you know like there's the first time in the wagon saying you know she's had 14 you know mage or wizard duel or mage duels in her time she's lost all of them or two of them she won kind mm. of thing. i can't remember and free then run? this episode free run yeah and then she mentions in this episode uh once or twice or she mentioned once about also you know like there's other people stronger than her and this and that but i don't know like it's i wonder because like she is so aloof and she is so like kind of disconnected from every obviously not now like the whole point of her is like clicking in and being engaged and like has you know a little bit of a like an emotional purpose now yeah I almost wonder if, like, she, you know, she, like, has been around for so long, has been walking the earth for so long, unbeknownst that, like, she is now, like, the tactical nuke amongst everybody. Like, everyone else has now phased out. Right. And once, what, because they did, they made a very, I think, I think it was a very specific line about the great age of magic. Oh, yes. Of foregone, that she was involved in. Right. That she was a part of. So... Or, you know, she's one of the only great mages. So I'm almost wondering if, like, just because her association with time and the passing of time is just so separate and un- or disconnected from everyone else's perception of it, I think she might be, like, just that, like, you know, the boss walking around, right? And yeah. just kind of takes it, you know, or just doesn't even think of it. Like, and we're almost to a disadvantage for herself. But, uh, but again, she's it's curious because, like, like, she is confident in herself, you know, and, like, she every challenge she comes through like she meticulously does her thing and i don't fear what a fucking awesome written character like I yeah need, i need to check to see what the, the the like the mangaka what their previous work is because you don't yeah. just write one of these out of nowhere this is like agreed experience thing i think they're yeah whatever they're doing with just how they're writing free run like i'm just in on this show forever you know what i mean i'm so curious about God, I'm so curious about the manga. Um, I wonder if this is one. Maybe this is the one that I finally crossed. Yeah, I know because yeah. it's ongoing, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wonder if is this the one? But it's like God, the anime is so fun. Yeah. But like at the same time, like with my memory, dude, I could binge the manga, and by the time this thing comes out again in twenty five or six, if it gets a renewal, like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It, it may not matter. Well, the thing is, like, I don't know. Madhouse is doing this, so like, the amount of fanfare they're getting, there's no way they don't immediately get picked up for another one, or yeah. if they're actively working on it. it I, is so I think good. Uh, it is so good. Uh, Only regret uh, with regards to Free Run is I wish it had finished in 2023, so I could have shot it to the top of my number one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, great episode. Really excited to see what they got left. They got two left, right? Two or three two left, I believe. Yeah. Also, like, I mean, I don't want to say I called it because I didn't I don't think I said it on the podcast, but I could have bet, you know, with high certainty that Sari would have been Flum. Flum, you know, the legendary teacher, Free Rinse teacher. I was like, they have to have had been connected. Yeah, yeah, in some way. Yeah. Um, what was, what's the date today? A second. Today's February 6th. Okay, so, yeah, so the last one aired on the second. They're only showing 22 episodes. Oh. No. Oh. Home media release shows episodes 1 to 28. Huh. Oh, we have a couple more weeks, dude. We have huh? like a month and a half of this, yeah. What? Are you sure? Yeah. I, I could have sworn I'm, you always said it was like 22. That's what hey. I thought. Or I heard 24, which is the standard, but I'm looking at the hmm. the details for the Blu-ray release, and it shows episodes 1 to 28. Oh my god, that's awesome. What a great, what a great time to be alive. Fuck, man. Um, okay, solo leveling. Yeah, another good one. Man, it's a good it's a good time, eh? Fine. Right now? Yeah, some good shows on right now. Got some good stuff. Um So did they change Jane Wu's voice actor? Or did he just like He is apparently purposely making his voice sound bigger. So he's done yeah, I was gonna yeah. say he's done the I've gone through puberty thing. That's kind of impressive. So I had I actually I had to go and mute the solo leveling subreddit because it just kept getting promote or pushed to me on on my algorithm. Okay. And I was looking at something I thought was like an episode discussion, but it was like an overall series discussion. Mm. Also, some asshole and I I for sure had like the end of the story spoiled for me. Um, Ouch. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> I'll just move past that. Um, but essentially, like, it's not. So this isn't a spoiler, but like what I had read in this is, in the manhwa, it apparently, it, it explicitly says like as he's changing his skills, he can kind of like change his body, and because he he's taller too, right? Yeah, he his like he went through a major like glow up like yeah, and it it wasn't just like the muscles like it was hair like the, the height, height the hair like the face or the shape of the face yeah, voice. and in the episode they don't explicitly say that like him his choosing his stats. Um, and then, like, again, like, the other comments was, like, he, like, by the end of the series, like, he just looks completely different, which is, like, very fascinating, so, um, but, uh, great episode, dude. I, also, like, I don't think I've ever seen, like, an inverse, like, fan service moment of, like, him with his shirt off, and, like, you know, it almost, like, in, in like, a non-fantasy way, like, just, like, the nurse coming in. And oh, right, like, right, Can right. I get your gun, like, you know, can, can I, uh, you know, get your info and all that. Yeah. I don't know, I, I, th- I thought that was pretty cool. I liked, I liked the, uh... I like the darkness of the twist of the squad betraying him and his bro. I fucking knew something was going to happen. Not with not with the group in particular. Like that was a genuine surprise. But it was like a maybe not blinking new mystics. They did kind of linger on it. But he never chose his reward for the level up in the yeah. hospital. He kind of like runs off. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, like shit, like something is going to have happen by the end of this episode, or maybe later down the road, where he's like, oh shit, I never grabbed that you know, that yeah. choice. And one of the options was like a, like a loot, like a random loot thing, mm. a random, uh, but apparently like in the Monwa two, like he has like a pen at one point and he's filling stuff out. Like that was a reward from a level up. Like he gets, he gets random thing. And like the umbrella he gives his sister was also a reward. Hmm. So like, it's almost like the game knows like stuff he's going to need. Okay. Don't tell me anymore about what you, about the Monwa. I don't know no, any of this. But it was, like, in the episode, too. Like, apparently, like, it's all explicitly, like, you know, it's associated to his reward. So it's, I don't know, it's interesting. Very. Do you, I wonder... Like I said, I'm, I'm on, I'm like, I buried that shit now. So I won't, it's not going to get me anymore. But. Yeah, because I think I saw um, a while back when this came out. I was, I think I did the same thing. I went to that subreddit and they were like, mm-hmm. oh, just so you know, like, we're about the whole series. There's, like, a specific anime only sub you have to go sub to. Yeah. Otherwise, okay. we're, we're going to be talking about the entire series. It's like, oh. Yeah. Feck off. <laughs> Dicks. 
But yeah, um, I get it. Um, it's kind of like when the Shinjeki thing was happening. Like, that sure. subreddit was, like, manga everything. There is so much fucking, like, like flame wars going on right now with this show. It's crazy. With solo leveling? Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. why? I, I don't, I can't even pinpoint, like, where everyone's kind of, like, pissed off energy is coming from. But, like, it's it seems to be, like, um... I think there's there is like a big an annoyance of like the way they're ending the episodes, of like well like in the original source material like you know like this this fight should be happening like you oh, know it should be up. this long and it's like <laughs> why are they ending it right as a big fight starts and it's like because that's how fucking TV works yeah you know? like you know yeah. like so there's like been like a lot of annoyance like I remember, um, because I guess I guess two episodes ago they ended right before the snake fight and they kind of like ended right before, the spider fight. In but it, yeah, but it's like the story beats made sense to me. Like, yeah, there was know? a whole beginning, and middle, and end, and now they we're queued up, up for next week. They pump me up. I'm ready to go. Uh, I love the rich, like the rich dude that he's with. He's just like, yeah, I have some experience in uh, law and contracts. There, let me take a fucking okay. look at this. I I'm love like, that. Oh my god! Like, it's, it's you don't see this stuff. I was know? wondering. I was like, what? Okay, this kid is gonna like. I think we're meant to like not like him at first and he's gonna grow on us and i was like ah shit we gotta save this kid's life now <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good but stuff I, man. I knew too i had a feeling when like they're like oh yeah like no healer and i was like oh that's bad like these guys aren't supposed to be doing this yeah i like that uh yeah like it's so literal with the fantasy stuff like tank healer dps like yeah that like he used a taunt skill at one point i was like okay this is like I, they know what they're doing, and I'm buying. So bring it. Damn, dude. I don't know. Like I'm saying, if like again, I, I swear I'm I'm really not trying to like push this show on you, but if you like the the gaming elements of this, yeah. you should really at some point in time put it on your list. Get to it whenever you can. Shangri La Frontier is right. Do the also like we're coming up to the end of the season now there is 24 episodes of this mm. um i think we have a couple weeks left but uh right now we're at like the end of the arc it's like the big bad boss but they're like essentially doing like a raid boss oh nice um actually you know what? you know you, I'll, I'll i'll jump into it for a second i think you'll get a lot of they're, so they're doing it's like a specialty boss fight where no matter what level you are when you go into the fight in game your level is your level cap is or you're automatically set to level 50 mm. So even if you're above it, you know, you get set down. If you're below, you get set up. But, you know, if you're below, then, like, your stats don't, like, jump up with you kind of thing. I think it's kind yeah, of like yeah. what they get at. So, like, there's a whole arc of them, like, grinding and, like, leveling up and doing this and that. So the whole point of, like, this fight is, like, competent, like, gamers are the ones who are going to, like, succeed in this fight. Because it's all about, it's all about, like, brute forcing your way with stats or whatever and uh, whatnot. But uh, hype as fuck fight. The animation is out of control in, in that show. But, uh, in Shangri La Frontier, yeah yeah, 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 like consistently from beginning to end, and like it feels like every episode, ha- like at least a third of the episode is Sakuga, like it's just Jeez. over the top. It's I've got a because cool. I'm stuck between you know we've got all this stuff going on, all this live action stuff. They're all longer too, right? Like Masters yeah. of the Air, True Detective. What were we just talking? Oh, the, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. they're all longer, so they take a lot of your uh, couch time. Yeah, but uh, the animes that I'm looking at starting are like. I think I've got. I asked you what I should do first. It's uh, there's Guchigiri or Metallic Rouge, or maybe Shangri La Frontier. If you could pick out of those three for me, what would it be? I think as a recovering World of Warcraft player, <laughs> I think you above anyone else I know would like get some real kicks out of Shangri La Frontier. Right. I I think it really. It really, really kind of, you know, it tickles me in ways that I feel like some shows haven't, just because of my experience with sure. playing that game or like playing an MMO. Um, but uh, I got, I don't know, I I would put Metallic Rouge last. I think that show is always going to be there. You can go back to it. Sure. But like, it's not blowing me away like Buchigiri is, but Shangri La Frontier is like, it's, I were, uh, like, again, last year was so stacked for me too. There's so many shows that I loved. Um, if it wasn't for Attack on Titan, it would have been in my top five. Right, sure. I remember you were saying yeah. that. Yeah, it was, uh, I fucking love this show. It's right. really, really good, dude, yeah. I'm gonna get on it, dude. I... Yeah. It's, again, it's it's silly, but it's, you can tell there's so much, so much care is put into it, because it just, it, it looks flawless. Like, it blows me away every episode I watch. I'm like, this, what would be deemed as, like, not a 
you know, like a blockbuster show. Like this is not the show that's pushed the top of the season. It looks as good as this. You know, like it's, uh, yeah, it's impressive. That is a ringing endorsement. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna check it out. All right, all right. We just, I gotta. It'll be easier when True Detective is done, I think. And yeah, uh, I, yeah I don't know what pace we're gonna watch Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Um, but man, between show, I, I love appointment viewing. I wish we could get back to that. Yeah. Uh, just because with Masters of the Air on two now. But anyway, once some of these things are wrapped up, I'm gonna have more anime time. I think. Yeah, boy. And I'm gonna fall down the free run. Uh, manhwa or manga hole at one point but if not if we have like seven more weeks to go or something so that uh, is potentially very good news that is a big change up yeah if there's like 18 episodes left that's interesting 18 or 18 eight yeah episodes left yeah. it's like oh that'd be better now. <laughs> Let's go. yeah that would be way better <laughs> imagine a full 50 episode run I'd be let's down. go um all right you want to wrap up there my friend yeah i think so but all right Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, make sure to follow the podcast on our TikTok and our Instagram at Part Time Otaku Podcast. You can subscribe for new weekly episodes. We're here every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts. I think that's all there is to say. So, Grant, you may say the thing. Bye, guys. Cheers.